0: I think it's really important that, that these guys who have to wear these multiple hats, you know, have the help in order to be able to manage that business. He's so good on the tools, but he also needs to be able to manage and run the business in order to be successful.
1: Welcome, Australia. It's that time again for another podcast from the Mate Team, where we try and get into your head with stuff that makes us sound smart. Sit back and relax. It's time for us to be mates.
2: Welcome everyone to the Let's Be Mates podcast. I'm Dom, I'm your host and we've got Faz here as well.
1: Hey Dom, how you going? Hey,
2: good mate. Uh, welcome back.
1: Back for another season, season two uh, in 2021. Uh, it's a new world, it's a new day.
2: Sure is. We've got some exciting guests right lined up in this season. It's quite a vast, um, you know, alignment we've got with people from mental health, we've got entrepreneurs we've got you know people from startups it's it's a real wide ranging uh topics we've got to cover
1: yeah i think we've got a lot of guests that that we resonate with their story based on how mate started and i think it's you know uh, linking that back is is the main purpose for for what we do
2: in today's episode we're talking to johan the founder of soul app a new money management app he founded in 2020 using his life savings mate was started with a problem he thought australians had when purchasing their toko products this is what drove us to do what we do. At the time, our founders also put their own money on the table and mortgaged their houses to start the business in our aunties' backyard. We resonate with SoulApp's story, which is all about creating an easy, beautiful accounting app, but there's no confusing lingo or jargon. Our aim at Mate is to give people what they need, but do it better and offer them the value they deserve. Our mates at SoulApp are trying to do exactly the same.
1: Johan, welcome, welcome to the Let's Be Mates podcast. It's great to have you on. Oh, thanks, mate. Thank you so much for having me on today. Awesome, mate. Look, we've been reading your story and, and and what you're doing, which sounds fantastic. I think we can relate as a business because you know we feel like we've come from nothing and, and achieved something, and and it and only happens with with motivation, determination, and the right attitude. And it seems like this is exactly uh, what you who you are and what you do. And um, but, mate, I guess you know Johan. Let's start with introducing yourself to our audience: who you are, what you do. Where you've come from and what you what you aspire to be, I guess.
0: Yeah, cool. Of course. So basically, as as the title of this podcast would probably say, is that uh, I've just launched an app called Soul App. Um, basically, what it tries to do is help freelancers, sole traders, and the self employed to really get on top of their finances. It's looking at the little guy and making sure that there is someone to support them. Um, so it's a very niche market, but it's a very important market as well. Um, so that's just been going live i think eight weeks we we launched it early this year so um very very early days there um but i do that on the side so what i do full-time is actually work for queensland health um in the covid surety division um basically what i've been doing to date is we set up the data framework structure um really the 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 what, what do i call it the the structure that actually supplied the ppe Um, to the different hospitals to make sure that we have the right PPE at the hospitals at the right time. So really working in supply chain uh, services, which was a new thing for me over the last 12 months, but really been enjoying it. Um, And currently we're trying to set up um, four new warehouses to make sure that we can bolster the supply chain and make sure that there are no shortcomings of other PPE or other uh, critical clinical goods in the future. Um, And then my background is actually in accounting. So I studied commerce at UQ, um, and did finance and accounting there and then moved into PricewaterhouseCoopers for four years and became a chartered accountant there where I really, you know, became passionate about accounting and realized where this gap in the market really was.
1: Yeah, I, I, I love what you're doing there. You're, um, you're creating something out of a profession that you've learned that you feel like people uh, um, uh they're missing a, a tool that can't that, that's stopping them from achieve their goals and you've, you've went and created it right and so which is awesome mm-hmm.
2: so so what was that gap i guess that you identified and and then the idea to come up and how to fix it
0: yeah mate of course so it's actually a funny story <laughs> so it started in my parents garage really because we were uh I was having a drink with a friend, uh, a family friend of mine, and he was telling me about his business. So he is a, a tradie or a jack of all trades or whatever they call him. Um, so he just does the general housework around around the house. But what he was saying was, is he he was missing missing expenses and getting you know subpar tax returns, and he thought he was paying too much for his tax. And I walked him through it, and um, just from what I would expect to see, and um, Basically he was just saying, you know, he's got the shoebox full of receipts, but he keeps losing them in his ute and and that kind of stuff. So what I actually walked through with him was, you know, the key things he needs to do. So he needs to be able to like send his invoices when he's there so that he can actually claim that um, and make sure that the client or customers that he's got is paying him. Um, he needs to be able to manage his clients. So what he was saying was he saves his client as Bob in his phone, um, and then he forgets Bob's name. So he can't follow up, he can't do the maintenance, he can't do that kind of stuff. So he's actually losing a lot of work. Um, and,
1: and a lot of money, right?
0: Other, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the other thing, the, the last thing that he said to me that I found really interesting is that he's never done a budget or a forecast before. Now, you know, from an accounting background, I was like, well, you don't know what a budget is? Um, but, you know, I, I think it's really important that, that these guys who have to wear these multiple hats, you know, have the help In order to be able to manage that business he's so good on the tools but he also needs to be able to manage and run the business in order to be successful and i guess that's really where the story of soul started was with him um, just telling me his problem and then what i wanted to design was a beautiful application that's just on a mobile because the other issue is he doesn't want to carry a laptop around right so just on your mobile phone it's easy to use and it just does what you need because he was using um another software to manage some of it and then sending invoices in a different software but what the issue was is he doesn't actually know how to use the software he was yeah. using 5% of it as opposed to actually just using it
1: yeah it's like it's like a simple solution for somebody that needs the the applications in their work life, but, and the applications that they're not they don't even understand, right? Yeah, so um, you're putting you're putting into layman's term, which is awesome. And my my dad, you know, he he had his own business, you know, he had a welding business, and I think he lost a lot of business over the years because he didn't know how to use a computer or or, or take care of his accounts properly, or, or he probably saved his customer name Bob as well, right? And so, you know, like I think I think that's we've learned. a lot from his business because in the challenge he had with things he didn't understand so oh mate it makes so much sense
2: so you've come up with it you've seen the, the gap and you've come up with the idea and you know how to fix it but where to from then how was what was the next step to go well let's make this a reality
0: <laughs> um yeah, so after that, it was quite interesting. I started, uh, I bought, I went to Officeworks and I bought a book um, and then I just started drawing. So that that's where it really started was uh, I just literally started drawing in a book and what I thought that the app should look like. Um, and then one of my friends, I was just asking around if anyone knew what, a, what, what even the next step of creating an app would be. Um, and it turned out that I Googled it and it was wireframing. So that's then what I went into and I started doing some wireframes And then funnily enough, a mate of mine said to me, oh, my sister is about to marry someone. Um, who works for a development agency here locally in Brisbane. And I said, fantastic. I want to keep it local. I want to just, you know, um, do it here in Australia so it's easy and I can meet them face to face, which is, oh, I'm a lot better like that. Um, and anyway, so I met them. They're called Grand Crew and really hit it off. Didn't even go for a second quote to anyone else. And we just teed it up. It was in their old offices down in the valley. And I remember I was sitting on a on a beanbag, and it was fairly similar to today where I'm hopping up and down because I'm so passionate about it. And I was telling them the story and what i wanted to achieve uh they had a look at my wireframes, throw them straight in the bin and then we (laughs) restarted from there around what it should look like um and yeah that that's really what we did and then we did the first development took about 18 months to make sure all the flows and everything was good then we launched that into ios and then the last six months we've got android up to up to speed and got the right features in there and yeah haven't really had any complaints so it's it's been good
1: you know, from a personal level, right? So you've 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 had an idea that you uh, you from an experience that you that you feel that you can do something better. And then you've decided to do it, right? You've found somebody. You're you're putting your hard earned money into it, right? Um, it's eighteen months and you haven't really done anything yet, right? Like you're you're building something that you hope people will come to, right? And uh, you know, like how how do you keep the motivation for that? Because like if I relate it back to our story, right? We said, okay, let's start an internet company, but why would people buy internet from us, right? You know, like who, who gives a shit about us, right? And and uh, and and during that journey, like yeah, sure, we had many ups and downs. Like, was this going to work? Is it not going to work? Are we are we have we made the dumbest decision in our lives and stuff like that? And you know what? In your mind do you have any of those doubts or do you like what's your, take us on that 18 month journey like where what are the ups and downs what have you done How have you felt those type of things
0: yeah absolutely mate so just as a bit of background, so I've actually funded this business myself. So yeah. The good thing is I don't have any debt. Yeah. But the bad news is, is I was actually going to buy a house. So yeah. I started okay. working when I was fourteen. You know, at school and all through university and all that kind of stuff, um, saving my my house deposit. And when I had this idea, I essentially said I either got to go for it or I um, or I just got to got to leave it at the door because once you're in, you're in. Yeah. yeah. That's the way that, that, that I wanted to do it. So you know, I hopped in i um i saw the gap and i just want to help people yeah i think it's very hard for me and i don't know if it's the same for you guys and in your story but I'm not going to have many opportunities in my life with an accounting background to actually make a difference in someone's life you know that that's that's really the the purpose of what we're trying to do at soul is just help the little guy because no one else is going to do it and that's why i'm so passionate about it so and and i actually did the, the interview a couple of weeks back and you know throughout the interview what i actually realized was is my success is actually dependent on my customer success. Yeah. And I think that is so important to remember throughout this entire journey. But to answer your question directly, um, I guess it was very tough for that 18 months, especially because I didn't see a, a single product. Yeah. You just go through so many development cycles and testing cycles. And I tell you, if someone explained to me before I started how difficult it truly was, I probably would have thought about it twice. But like I said, once I got into the trenches and I'd, I'd make the, the big investment up front, um, I was really passionate about it. And I could see that the, the gap was growing and there's more people coming in. And it was actually quite good and hear me out here about covid yeah. because it's now more important than ever for these sole traders to get some help so it's actually so timely that this happened and i mean our uptake hasn't been massive and we're still small and it's been for eight weeks yeah. but i'm pretty i'm pretty certain that there there will be uptake and we will be able to make a difference so,
1: oh, oh, yeah. mate, I like to say that and we're pretty blunt here, shit takes time right stuff takes time and you mentioned one really valid point there, you said that you want to help people, you started the business by wanting to help people and that's the whole reason why we started mate right because and that's why we called it mate because we wanted to make sure that we were mates with the customers that we had so they felt comfortable just like they do with their mates right and I think on my opinion in this day and age the reason why business can be successful if you start with a purpose of making a difference then you can can't go wrong, right? If it's about making money, then you start with the wrong purpose because um, even though that's that's the, the opportunity at the end, but if you start with the purpose of making a difference, is that's what people need, then you're going to start from the the right intentions, you're going to start from the right way because you're thinking about what the customer needs at the end of the day versus what you need in your back pocket and that yeah. allows you to be successful.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the difference between me and the competitors, mate. Yeah. You know, everyone I tell um, that I've done this thing or whatever, the first question I ask is, Aren't there are a hundred others out there that are doing the same thing and and i think that's the difference between what we can provide at Soul and what what they can do yeah. they they start with a big you know b2b massive software package yeah. and then they roll down the features to you know, okay that's kind of what a soul trader would need we did the complete opposite we said customer front and center what can we do to help you? I you know, interviewed probably 30 or 40 people in the end in different industries and um, to understand exactly what they need, what is important to them. Um, and we've actually got a, a pipeline of work coming up that I want to do to help them further. We want to build in a tax calculator, a GST calculator to make that easy because that's one of the other things that uh, um, sole traders really struggle with. You know, Come up to tax time, they don't know if they're going to have to pay anything. No one's told them anything. They normally take their shoebox, give it to the accountant and say, what's the damage? And that's not what you want. You want to have, have transparency and forward planning and be able to set them up for success. I mean, uh, like your, your example about your dad, you can't ask me to weld anything, yeah. but how can you expect him to to know how to do accounting? It's, it's a very odd model, um, but it's it's important to, to be able to help them to do that, I guess. And
2: I think you just hit the nail on the head there. You've got people who, especially trades people who, you know, accounting and paperwork and invoicing is not necessarily their, you know, their bread and butter or they, you know, it's not their skill set, but that's how they survive as a business. So you can have the best, you know, best craftsman ever, but if they can't. Get their invoices out and get them paid, then you know they're going to go out of business tomorrow.
1: Yeah, exactly. In my opinion, you're putting the control back into the business owner, right? Which what a, what a great feeling that is to be able to have control of your own business and your own destiny, right? When you when you're starting a business, you've got a trade. So um, I get back to my dad. He had a trade, which is a which is a welding trade, or you know, and and he tried to pass it on to us, but that never happened, right? Now we're here selling internet. And that that didn't work out. But um, but uh, you know, he has his trade, but the, everything else, like he's great at his greatest trade but everything else, the other seventy percent, that's actually going to help his business to be successful. He has no clue about, so he jumps in the deep end. Always feels like he's uh, he's catching his tail, all those different things. And what you've what you've done here, you've offered a simple solution to take control back of the things that people don't understand within their business, which allows them to focus on their trade, right? Which is fantastic. And yeah, mate,
0: well, that, that's what they love to do, right? Yeah, exactly. This other stuff is almost just chores but it shouldn't be because it's important for you to be successful you know i actually had a friend who's the same thing he's so into fitness and um he's he's a pt and i um i said to him like how do you invoice and whatever and he's like oh i draw it up in excel and then i send it to them um and they just direct debit me and i said oh do you check that they actually pay you and he said oh what do you mean and i said do you actually check that that the money comes into your account when they've paid you. And there was one client that has paid him once out of the last 10 times. And, you know, like something like that, I said to him, you know, that is that is literally $400 that you've worked for, planned for, that you're just never going to get back. Oh, that, um, yeah. So it's, it's and, and, that's, and that's sad because he's passionate about the, the PT side of things, but no one has told him or showed him or helped him to actually do that. Yeah. I know, I
2: know. And,
0: and, yeah.
2: The last thing he wants to do at the end of a you know eight or ten or twelve hour day is sit down and do paperwork, right?
0: Exactly, and that's why I've done it on the mobile phone, mate. So there's no desktop application because you've always got your phone with you. It's easy to do. He'd be able to invoice that person in less than ten seconds um, and make sure that he gets paid.
2: Yeah, perfect. So for you know one of the reasons I think that we've been successful at mate, other than our you know core values, is that you know we know we're not experts at everything, and we know when to you know. Give one person control of something because that's their, you know, that's their baby and we also know when to bring in the right people. You know, along your journey, just being, you know, the one man band, when have you gone, um, you know, this is, I can't do this, I'm not the, this is not my area, I need help. Like, have have you gone through that process?
0: yeah yeah absolutely well i guess this is this is actually quite funny because it's, it's very similar to my clients i'm also a small business really um that is just trying to figure it out so i guess you know with the, the development of the app the marketing of the application and all that kind of stuff that is definitely not my strength uh, i i work there as doing all the testing um and being involved and make sure and, and making sure that the business doesn't lose its core but where i need to plug the gap i definitely do do that and i don't think that there is anything wrong with doing that you, you should Absolutely. take on what you feel comfortable in doing and work and play to your strengths but you know if there are weaknesses and if you don't know what you're doing exactly it's definitely worth outsourcing that to make sure you get the right outcome
1: you know i think it's always good to un- you always need to understand something but you don't need to know how to do something does that make sense? You know, yeah, you know, and this business is that's a
0: great way to explain. Yeah.
1: And like me, I mean my 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 background is I'm sales and marketing, right? I don't know how to buddy turn an internet service on. That's not my job, right? That's what we've got people here. I understand what it needs, but I don't understand how to do it. And that's why there's a bunch of people in this office in this building that know how to do that, right? But put those put those all those parts together, then you've got a successful business. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's why my wireframes in
1: the bin, mate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're gonna start somewhere, mate. Right? Trust me, I've I've drawn a bunch of different things in the past, but um, you know, like I, I mean, from my point of view, like uh, I love to ask this f- from yourself, and this is from a personal point of view because you know, we, we when we started this business, it was my twin brother David with a with a PC on a filing cabinet that was his desk, and and, and my auntie, we're Italian, right? Background's Italian, and my auntie bringing out lunch from her from her kitchen to the backyard to where. He was was working right and um, and then I was doing my part on the weekends while I was in Singapore working at Microsoft and trying to balance my life there and like I mean, when you're when you're working full-time which you mentioned you are uh, and you're building a business and then starting a business and trying to acquire customers as a business and all of that how does your how does your life plan out like how do you how do you how do you do things how do you plan your life how do you balance it all like what's what are the is there any tips and tricks that you've that you've worked out or have you just chucked it all together and or you're just really well planned is that what it is yeah yeah
0: absolutely well well, currently i'm still trying to work out exactly what work-life balance uh means to me yeah um but it, it has been very busy especially with covid over the last you know what's it, 14 months. Yeah. It's It's been crazy, mate. Long, long work hours as well, setting all that up and making sure we do the right thing. So it's been really tough but i think the the tips and tricks like you've mentioned there is is time management and prioritization i think that's crucial for success i mean you're, you're never going to be able to to do everything so you need to do the things that is the most crucial and the most important in order to get to that outcome and that goes for work as well as as your business um I also think that you need to have a pretty good network, the stronger your network and support network. So both professionally as well as personally, I think is quite critical for you to be able to make it work. Um, and I actually just funnily enough, started speaking to to someone um, last night. One of my friends is doing the same thing and she's about to go into uh, launching her own marketing business um, on the side to work full time and then do the marketing on the side. And, and I said to absolutely do it. Um, if you're young, you've, you don't have family at the moment, take the opportunity um, and, and do what you're passionate about. Okay. Um, and, and I think that that, that is a really, important thing um that anyone should be able to do and and here in australia we have such a vast range of opportunities that you should just definitely do it Um, if you've got a if you've got a purpose that you want to you know fulfill absolutely run run hard and 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 enjoy it Um, i guess my my forward motto in life is is that you got to work hard but you've got to play harder if you're not having fun then you really shouldn't be doing it because because what's the purpose yeah. you, know, you you've got to enjoy what you're doing and i think that makes it a lot easier as well um but yeah so so i reckon if if, if you've if you've got a passion for it it's gonna work so yeah, Put your head down and get
1: it done. Another point, right? You're starting. You're starting a business with a passion versus starting a business to make money. I still, you know, I know people get into business to to make money and a financial opportunity. And yeah, sure, that's. I mean, I'll, I'll, hopefully, that's the end goal. But you, you're just not successful, right? In, in my opinion, right? You just do not right. become successful because you're foc- you're focusing on the wrong outcome. All right, and that outcome of of making money, you're going to make sure you you cut corners and you achieve something that's. Half-assed to be honest, and the consumers aren't going to love it, and you're going to fail. Whereas if you're focusing on the quality, the output, solving a problem, then consumers are going to want your product, and the rest will come with it. In my opinion, yeah, yeah. it's great.
0: Totally agree, Matt.
2: Mm. So, you, so you're saying just do it, right? So if you've got an idea, you've got to be passionate about it, just do it. But you know, do you have any tips for people who are going to do it, other than be passionate? Or maybe the flip side of that is, if you had your time over again, how would you? What would you do differently?
0: sure well if you're looking for an accounting application you know (laughs) Soul app is pretty good i'd probably recommend that one uh it's a good starting point um but what i would probably do is 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 i think your point before around understanding um is very important Uh, i think that there were a couple of times where i didn't truly understand what um an activity entailed. And what I think I would have done over differently, sorry, if I had to do it over, would be to actually reach out to that network I was talking around. The reason I say that's so important is because it could save you a lot of time and money um, and actually probably give you a better outcome as well. Um, as an example to that, actually, um, when we started doing our application build, I had a different outlook in mind of exactly what the application would look like it was actually going to be a communication platform as well um and going down that path i was pushing quite hard for that for four months but if someone just told me um and this is actually why i did more um interviews with different different industries to understand what the actual need was that no one actually needed that and you know that the the current ways for sole traders to Yet work is working, then I wouldn't have gone down that path, wasted that money all the time. I would have just designed, soul the way it is now. So I had to pivot um, in doing that and to make sure I get the right outcome. So I, I think that is quite critical. You need to be quite flexible. You, the, the world can change overnight, um, but if you have that network around you and, and people you can ask, then you're probably going to make it. That's
1: cool.
2: Yeah,
1: That's really cool, mate. Um, all right, so access to the product, uh, where to go, how to do it, what it costs, what people need to achieve, and give us that, give us the, the, the lowdown. So where do people start and where, and where they go after that?
0: Sure. So, so essentially, we've got it loaded up um, to iOS and Android, to the Google Play Store. So if you've got a phone, you've pretty much, you can download the app. Um, it's not big or anything. It's quite simple and straightforward to use, um, and as is our packaging. So you've got one package, which is 15 bucks a month, or you could pay 150 bucks for a 12 month subscription. Um, and there's a, a um, one month free trial to start you off with as well, to make sure that it works for your business and that there's no obligation, because if it's not going to work or if you need something other, then we don't want you to pay for it up front. So I just want to point out though, that 15 bucks a month is literally less than what you would pay for a six pack of beer. Yeah. So it is totally worth it to, to get your, your business back back on track or starting off or whatever it might be
1: Awesome and where should they go so, uh, so just download the app and, and then you register via the app as well to, to get an account
0: Yeah sure so you, you can just search for Sol App in, in either of the stores yeah. it should come up um, you can just go to solap.com.au um, the links are right there as well and you can see an overview of all the features and there's a funky video in there to, to show you how it can help your business as well if you'd like to have a look at that um but yeah the subscription is basically run through apple and google these days so you could just go into the application it's an easy link in Um, we haven't even talked about it but you can actually link your you should be able to link your business um your business bank account in there um you'd be able to manage your finances through there so if it's pretty cool if you've got you know one account for your personal and your business which we don't recommend but if you do have that set up you can actually manage that within the app as well awesome so there's a couple of cool things that you definitely need to check out in there Oh, that's awesome. So,
2: okay, Don't, we're going down this path where we're going to get rid of the shoebox, so to yep. speak, and we're going digital. Uh, comes to tax time, we've got our accountant who normally t- deals with the sh- shoebox. Do they then have access to the app? How do we? Are we replacing the accountant? Like, how's that sort of thing work?
0: Yes, yeah, so I wouldn't recommend replacing the accountant because there's still some stuff you need an expert to do. And you but to what we're trying to help with <laughs> is actually reduce reduce the um the cost of getting that accountant on board because you won't have to go through the shoebox anymore to look for the deductions look through the receipts so you are going to spend less time so essentially what he'll what he'll get is you just there's an export button in the app you type an email it'll flick it across to him all the accounts set up um and everything is stored for the seven years that you need it to be um with your receipts and your photos and that kind of stuff so you don't actually need that shoebox at all anymore um but yeah, and, and like I said, is when you get to tax time in the new version where we can you know, actually tell you roughly what your tax return should look like with BAS and all that kind of stuff, that's where it's gonna get really interesting. So this is just the start for us. Um, that, that next step and phase is really where we can provide the benefits, I think.
2: And the app's gonna pay for itself many times over in you know, savings and also money that uh, you're getting invoiced for properly.
0: Yeah, and just it just gives you confidence in your business as well. Yeah. You know, uh, how many times do you go, I don't know, actually my mate that, that I was telling you about when we started uh, in the garage, he's um, he. I asked him and he said to me, he didn't even know if he had enough money to pay for his next Bunnings bill because yeah. he didn't actually know how much money he had spent at Bunnings for them to still invoice him and he didn't know what he was in his account. He physically couldn't tell me whether he was going to be able to do that and that's a scary thought um, for, a, for, for a businessman. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so I guess it gives you confidence in your business. It gives you transparency, and then it gives you the ability to to be able to to do what you love and help people in your own way.
2: Yeah. Very cool.
1: That's cool. You know, what, um, starting with a purpose and solving a solving a problem, uh, you know, uh, putting the control back into the business hand or the business owner's hands, and a person with the right attitude to make a difference, mate. How can you go wrong? Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> I've just got one more question we you know obviously sales and marketing is our world but how are you getting out there how are you telling people about the solar app
0: yeah absolutely well we've just kicked off an Instagram and Facebook um, coverage. Thing a little bit. Um, some people are, are taking it up and and posting about it, which is kind of cool. We've got LinkedIn as well, so just the normal stuff. Um, but I'm really on the ground. That that's where I find the the best thing is. So um, I'm doing a masterclass with Geek Super on on Friday, which is going to be pretty cool. So they do they do Super for sole traders, and we've just partnered up with them. It's uh, still to at this point because we haven't actually released it yet. But that's going to be really cool. And I guess the reason i actually partnered with them is they're giving me the opportunity to to lead some master classes and talk to people about accounting and why it's important and how it'll work so there's a few avenues we're chasing down mate but on the ground getting in the trenches working with people um i actually called one of uh, someone sent me a support email the other day and i said to said to them oh if you've got all these questions why don't i just rather give you a call and i'll walk you through as opposed to sending you all these emails and he was like well aren't you offshore and all this stuff? And I said, no, mate, I'm sitting here yeah. <laughs> in Brisbane. If you're in Brisbane, let's go for a coffee. Um, so it, it's it's cool to be able to help small business by being a small business. And, you know, the, the Australian market is sole traders, yep. um, where overseas you don't actually have that that, that way of doing business. So it, it's gonna be an Australian business and I don't think it'll ever go international and I'm quite happy with that, to be honest.
1: Beautiful, mate, and we're, we're exactly the same way, 100%. Like, I mean, like, like let's make Aussies great. Um, let's make Aussie businesses awesome, which we are. And you made a very valid point there as well. I mean, telling people that our, our service is based on shore is a big deal, um, especially during COVID when people couldn't get in touch with our competitors, right? Literally couldn't couldn't get in touch with them because their call centers were based overseas. And, You know the problem. Just not this is off subject, but the problem is not overseas course. And the problem is that people that outsource the the support overseas don't train their staff enough in the different countries, and that's the biggest issue. But yeah, That's a whole nother top topic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so yeah, I, I agree, mate. That's yeah. why I wanted to do the the design here in uh, in Brisbane or in Australia to be able to make sure that you know they they have to have the customers' issues. Yeah. In. Uh, problems in mind when we're trying to solve them. Yeah. Right. You know, you don't want to go overseas where they don't understand the businesses, they don't understand the market, they don't understand how it works or operates. You're not going to get an optimum solution out of that. And uh, I know we're not 100% there yet, but I think we're getting close. And yeah. I'm hoping to to work with you know the the customers that we get on and if there's other things that they need then i'm hoping that they'd have the chance or, or the confidence in me to be able to tell me that so i can help them get that and i think that's the difference and it's the same as what you just said there it's it's there's a reason that you should keep things in australia because we can do it better
1: yeah 100 percent. love it
2: awesome okay well um like for our listeners out there you know if you're interested in looking for at the soul app um Go to the app stores, iOS and Android. Uh, what, what about your website, right?
0: So it's www.soulapp.com.au.
2: Okay, it can't be easier than that, right? Exactly. Yeah,
0: it's not as easy. And I think the Instagram handle is soul.app. Soul.app. Have a look there as well.
1: Awesome.
2: Awesome. All right, mate, we really appreciate your time and it's great to learn about your another great Aussie business um, and hopefully things are going strength to strength for you and I'll, I'll be telling my brother he's a tradie so um, oh, I know fantastic. he uh, struggles with uh, with all that extra paperwork that's definitely not his skill set. But is there anything else you'd like to let our listeners know um, before we
0: go? No, no, I think we've covered uh, all the important points and just thank you for having me on. I really appreciate the opportunity and you know, hopefully we can have a chat soon.
1: Yeah, mate, it's been our pleasure. Thanks, Johan. I appreciate it.
0: No worries. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Let's Be Mates podcast by the team at Mate. Search for the
2: Let's Be Mates podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and at letsbemates.com.au. Hit subscribe to get the latest episode each week. For all your telco needs, choose
0: a provider you can trust like a mate. Visit letsbemates.com.au, Google Mate or call us on 13 14 13 to sign up today. See you soon, mate.